Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. So happy you've joined us. I am Marge Bowen, and I'm here with my good friend, Margaret Miller, and we're the Mystic Margaritas. Happy to be here. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Marge. How are you this morning? I am good. I am good. I uh, had a wonderful weekend of being out in the sunshine, and in uh, I'm, Margaret and I are both in Utah, in the U.S., and in the mountains of Utah, beautiful mountain valley, and so we've got fall we've got snow coming we've had a little snow so we're all happy about that though because it means water right and all the lakes are so low but um, it's a beautiful time but yesterday it was sunny and gorgeous and nice to be out in the sun yeah it it really has been nice thank you for um bringing in the water uh because i i wanted to be reminded about that uh, as we're talking about our topic that I'll let you introduce, but I, I, I'm going to write down water right now. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's interesting because a lot of people who live, I, I have family that live in the southern part of the state or even in Nevada, and so they get a lot of sun, right? And um, and they don't like winter as much. Um, so a lot of people think we're crazy when it snows. We're all so excited, not just for skiing, but because it means water and we so desperately need it in the West, in Utah and in the West. And so uh, there's we're, we're always grateful for water, snow yep. or rain. Well, today is going to be a fun conversation <laughs> um, because we're going to talk about the 32nd gene key. And that is going from failure to veneration by way of perseverance. So, um, or preservation, excuse me, preservation, not perseverance, preservation. So some big words (laughs) that um, veneration I had to even look up. So we'll get into that later, but um, I think the dilemma of this gene key is panic. And I really, you know, talking about failure is always very challenging because I think our human nature is to not want to fail because we have such judgment on what that means, right? So there is an actual panic that sets in, uh, at least the kind of panic from a survival standpoint of not wanting to be humiliated and not wanting to look stupid or whatever that is. But this, of course, is so much broader than that. Right. And well, and this, you know, this is a, a really deep um, <clears throat> a genetic, genetically programmed fear, right? Because it, it's basically the failure to survive as a species. Yes. Right? It's, it's, it's a, a, you know, that's, that's the fear is the, the failure to survive as a species. And it gets, you know, watered down by our, you know, our modern society it turns into fail, you know, fear of failure uh, to earn a living or failure at whatever it is, our, our, our work or our job or our relationships. But really, it's this that deeper uh, genetic fear of, of failure uh, to survive. It's so true because we are so built for survival neurologically 
and energetic in every way, our brain, our body, we, we have mechanisms in both and in the even in the energy fields that actually is there to keep us alive and um, to want to live and to to survive living. So you're right, it is so genetic and um, so ancestral as well. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want to I kind of want to talk about failure because you know we we talk about the survival surviving in this life, but there's also personal failures, there's events, the failure of an event, the failure of a business, the failure of some endeavor, and even a collective or social failure like um, global climate, global climate, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The failure of of the human being to make a to make changes so that, you know, this global warming doesn't destroy the earth and all of us in it. Well, it won't destroy the earth. It'll keep on going, but we may not be a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, so this idea of failure can result in, in, I think, guilt. And again, also this panic. And I think what's really interesting about panic is that there literally are in the brain, neuro emotional pathways and of fear and of anger, but panic is also a neuro emotional pathway in our brain. Um, So this panic is something that I think we live in and we may not even realize we're living in it. Mm -hmm. Um, This, this almost hyper state of accomplishing or go, 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 or that can be represented in a panic energy or described Mm -hmm. in a panic energy because there's, I think panic exists when there's illusion at play. Yeah, and this oh, that's a great uh, awareness to have too, because you know this this is actually the codon ring. If if you're familiar at all with the gene keys, they they have the codon ring. This is called the codon ring of illusion, <laughs> and so it it really is. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about how this how this failure um, or this potential failure like you were talking about with global warming and so forth you know how how do we get that how do we get to that place well if you think about it all of our ancestors of any any uh, race uh, or culture um, on this earth we all started out as um, packs or tribes or you know communal um, uh, organizations because we knew that if it in order to survive right in order for things to work well for us that we required each individual skill and talents and resources to um, to make that to make us secure in that survival and you know so becoming isolated somehow from from that meant death almost certainly yes absolutely so you can kind of hear the underlying panic but there's also a piece of this failure that is also guilt their guilt is a piece of this because if we don't conform and again like you were saying this group aspect right the tribe the belonging if we if we 
fail to fit into that or fail to follow the rules of that culture, that society, right? There can be great guilt that's a part of that that can separate us. And when you think about it, when you think about illusion and guilt and fear, there's always some mental aspect that uh, some mental thinking that is creating the illusion and making things even worse than they need to be separating us even more than we need to. Mm-hmm. So the basis of it. Yeah. And, and so, so how, okay. So if we look at how we um, are today in, in our modern, modern society, at least in the Western world, uh, we, we have moved away from that idea and and we've you know we've sort of transferred the whole um idea of a survival uh you know onto money and and by doing that you know then then we sort of destroy the that that tribal or um you know community or at least you know even the family unit is is so uh, much smaller now, right? What, because you 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 grow up and you um, move away, you know, you you sort of abandon the the, the family to seek your fortune, <laughs> right? To see to, to find success. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's right. It's very transient. And so that and and add to that um, technology where we sit in front of a computer all by ourselves, or we're on our phone a lot. And what are we doing? A lot of times we're trying to connect through social media, you know, Instagram, you know, all those things. We're trying to find that bond that has been diluted if you will, right? And it, there, you, can, you can almost feel the panic underneath that because what am I putting up with when I delve into social media? It's not all positive, mm-hmm. we know. Um, it gets a little chaotic, I think. But what you're speaking about, Margaret, is really the purpose, right? This, this what, what is the purpose of my life? Is it to make as much money as I can and survive in a physical material way? Or is it not focused on doing as much as it is on being and learning how to live well? And what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, you know, I, I, this is a really tender topic to me. I, I really, I remember as, um, even as a child, you know, I have, I have five siblings and, um, you know, my parents have passed away both, but, but I still have five siblings and, and, you know, and, and their families and so forth. And I, I remember um, just even as a child, like feeling like we had some sort of um, purpose, like communal purpose. And I remember, you know, like when I started getting into astrology and I started uh, doing the Sabian symbols and different things like that, I, I, I did, I, I did everybody's charts so that so that I could help them to understand their talents and their resources so that we could like, do, you know, fulfill this like group purpose that that I thought that we had. And I still I still feel it. And but I feel this in some ways, I feel sort of a great loss of that because it, it you know, it did not pan out. Everybody went their own ways and they're doing their own lives. And we have 
you know, most people have very little time for each other. And, and it's, it's, to me, it's like this, um, it's sort of the, the, uh, it's, it's an example of this. It's an example of how, you know, when we do that, when we, when we go out and try to seek just the money or the fortune or the, you know, I need to have, you know, we need to have food and we need to have a shelter and cars and all of those things. But to just have that be the purpose instead of um, what you were talking about, just, you know, living and being and um, uh, like expressing our, our gifts and our talents. Uh, it's, it is, that's the failure. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, and, and I think what you're describing is really uh, one that all of us, I'm sure, can relate to to some degree or another. You know, we have expectations, right? We have these ideas about how something should look. And so then when it doesn't turn out and it involves other people, we might view that as failure. Right. Because it didn't match what I had in my mind. But in reality, you know, no relationship, I think Richard Rudd says this, no relationship can be a failure. And I think this is this is what a this this is the wisdom of the ages. This is what aging and having multiple experiences over decades teaches us is is we look at how things have turned out and know that, you know, that wasn't really a failure. I I learned so much from that. And um I hope they did too, but I did. And so, you know, forward we go. Right, right. And isn't that great? Because I love that you said that too, because because that is, it is just the illusion of a failure. Something doesn't turn out the way that, that you want it to, or you think that it ought to. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything like that. But it, it's also, you know, I, I really see us, as we become more isolated, you know, in all of the ways that you were describing earlier, like through the technology and just, uh, just you know, in the way that we live our lives in this this day and age, it it's also this isolation from the earth, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> from from the actual source of our potential success. <laughs> It, you know, it, it comes from the earth. Yeah. That, so that, so thank you separation for, from the earth anyway. We're taking it, you know, into that uh, minutia of fear and, and failure and broadening that and connecting that with earth. And I, I really want to, I'm, when we come back, I really want to talk about the I Ching because there's a, there's a, a point I want to make about this. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. 
Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm March Bowen, and I'm here with Margaret Miller. So um, I wanted to bring in the I Ching. And so if you're listening for the first time, we're, we talk about the Gene Keys, um, which each Gene Key is a contemplation that matches, you know, there are 64 Gene Keys and there are 64 uh, strands in our DNA. And so it's very, very personal, very internal based on your um, based on your astrological when you were born. But it also corresponds with the I Ching, which is this book of changes that's been around for thousands of years that holds such wisdom. And the I Ching for uh, the Gene Key 32 is called duration. And I love that because um, we're going to get into this, the next piece of this gene key going from failure, of course, to preservation. Um, but it, it has to do with this failure, these illusions that we live with and that we create and that lead us down these paths from which we might view something as a failure. So in that, of course, are great lessons. But if we ignore those, if we ignore the lessons, right, it creates a fate, right? Because in order for us to really be in a mindset of learning, we've got to be open and we've got to be humble. And if we're not there, when we have these failures or these opportunities to learn from whatever the situation is, um, we create a fate. Yeah. That's beautiful. I say, I also wanted to find out from you if, if you, uh, if you know uh, what the, what are the trigrams of that hexagram of duration? Is it, what's, is it water? It, what's the, do you know what that is? No, I can. No. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. No, I just, it, you know, it, um, it really talks about a return to, to our true nature and a return to the unity with the cosmos. So, so all is one, right? That, that unity, um, which includes the law of attraction. So it's, you know, it's about persevering, right? It's about our own preservation through the illusions in order for us to let go of perceived 
identity, perceived illusions about our identity so that we can merge with greater truths, including our own, of course, spiritual truth, our own heart truth, Mm -hmm. eventually is where we're going with this. Right. Well, and, and okay. So, so as we're getting there, so I'm thinking that it probably does have to do with water at some point this, you know, that the, the hexagram probably has water in it because it really is about, um, that being able to um to trust in the flow right to be able to trust in the flow of life and and you know the the failure part comes or the uh, or that panic part comes when we um isolate ourselves from our support system whatever it is our support net network when we're not uh feeling supported or you know, when we we think we have to do it by ourselves. And that's, you know, our society has made it, you know, sort of that's what's being, you know, uh, honored, I guess, is is doing it on your own, you know, making it on your own and instead of uh, what can we do collectively. And um, so I was just thinking about the, the, that water piece, how water works right it it it's a very very powerful force in nature and it it uh has a what do you call it a memory right the hydrogen atoms have a particular um quality that allows them to have memory and i i'm kind of going in a i i might be like Going on a sidetrack here, Marge. I, okay, okay, because it's you know when we think about this, when we think about this gene key, the the title uh, that Richard Rubb gives to this is ancestral reverence, and so we go from that failure to preservation to veneration, and it's really about that and that memory, that genetic memory of how to survive right and and how to pass things along and what to to preserve and what not to right and and water has a memory water has a memory and i i have like a just just this really sweet beautiful story about this that i may have shared before but but it was about uh, being in ceremony over a period of days and days near this stream that was running by and we were doing lots and lots of singing and lots of prayer songs and um, and then going down to the stream after the ceremony was over and hearing this particular song that had been sung over and over again the the water was actually singing the song and i was not the only one <laughs> who had that experience it, it came back from from many many people so i don't know what you're going to do with that marge but that, that's my little story that <laughs> that came up <laughs> well you know i love looking at things uh, symbolically mm-hmm. and um water is a very interesting one because it of course flows and if we fight the flow of water, right? If we try to swim upstream, it's a lot of effort. And that speaks to a part of what you're saying 
ancestrally, especially, you know, in cultures too, you know, I mean, in the US, we've got that Protestant ethic, right? And so above all work, 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 and, you know, achieve, achieve, achieve. And um, that's great if, if that's your, you know, if that's what you want to do. But sometimes we do that with, in an unconscious way. And we have subconscious processes that are fight where we're that are running so that we're swimming upstream. So there's effort there, um, and that effort can be met with fates that 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 come from failure. And so it's what we do with that and how we flow with that, of course. And if we don't flow with it and keep bucking against that that creates more fate. And so from the Chinese five element model, water, there, there are nurturing cycles and controlling cycles and water is one of the elements, but it controls fire and fire is where our joy and enthusiasm and passion lies. And so, um, you know, because, because the water element is kidney, which is about fear, okay? And then the bladder energy, which is about control. Okay, so when we move into fear, the fear of death, the fear of failure, whatever it is, we're going to try and use our controlling energy to keep us, you know, the ego is very strong in us and doesn't want to feel the pain that that might result in. Mm-hmm. If we're operating under an illusion that it's bad. Right. Right. That it's negative. Yeah. So, okay. So then. You know, when we when we think about the the flow of of our, our you know, when we're talking about success, fa- failure, then we're also talking about success. Right. And so um, I love I, I don't have the quote exact quote right in front of me, but but, you know, in the in the Gene Keys book, he talks Richard talks about the, um, you know, the, the way to eliminate failure is to eliminate the the idea of success and failure (laughs) it's like there isn't it that isn't um oh boy i just i just really um (laughs) butchered that one sorry (laughs) help me out marge yeah i will because he also talks about success in life and he and there's a quote that where he says to live without panic is to let life in so that's the success is, mm-hmm. is be- becoming aware of when we've got that, when we're living in panic. So there's that resistance or we're swimming upstream, you know, we're going against the current or whatever indications there are in us that reflect the illusion and, and keep life out, yeah. you know, keep the connect, you know, it, it prevents us from, from really st- accessing seeing that wisdom of our ancestors the survivability right that that they were able to sustain in their lives um and all the way down to us Mm -hmm. and it just keeps on right so there's more to this than just swimming upstream and viewing failure negatively there's a lot more to it. And that's why the I Ching talks about this duration and being able to come back to this, return to this place of um, our true nature, right? Our true nature and um, the unity with the cosmos. So again, we're back to the whole cycles that we've talked about so much, right? Right. 
Right. And that's yeah, that's exactly right. Thank you for helping me with that. And and I kind of remembered some of it. It's like true success means no longer being ruled by the concept by the concept of success and failure. It's like and that that kind of reminded me of the ancestral reverence. If if we look at it, that, you know, I'm here and you're here, we're alive on this planet. That means that at least means that our ancestors were successful, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, because here we are. That's exactly right, because here we are. <laughs> and so then we can take that forward in, right? And, and say, well, what are we, what are we leaving for the, for, for the rest? When, when I'm gone, what have I left whoever is here? And that kind of takes us back to this illusion of purpose, too, a little bit, I think, because a lot of people think our purpose is to do so, like to physically do something in this life. And while that may be true, that isn't always true. What is our purpose, really? You know, mm-hmm. our purpose is to live life well. Right. And make a positive contribution in doing that. That's what we leave behind once we're gone. Right. And so that's that's uh, getting us into the topic of preservation. Right. Where where what what is it that we are? What is valuable for us to preserve? Is it is it really that um, the one with the most the one who dies with the most toys wins? (laughs) Or is it something else, right? (laughs) Oh, it looks like we are right at a break again. My goodness, that came up quickly. So we'll talk more about this preservation when we return. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller. I'm here with Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email 
by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Marge. Pretty funny. We had a little technology failure, <laughs> and yet um, we had a little success or a little a wonderful gift from that, right, which was having Christine hop on. So how funny is that? All right, there we are. The concepts in motion. So preservation, what do we want to preserve? Do we want to preserve the illusion? <laughs> or do we want to preserve something different than our illusions? <laughs> well, I hope that we want to preserve something different than our illusions. <laughs> Either way, there's a continuity, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Either way, the, the preservation, the um, preservation is a continuation right? So we get to have choice in what it is we want to preserve and what we're willing to and open to preserving. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, it just, it, it, there's nothing more really I want to say about that because I find myself really wanting to move into this beautiful word of veneration. Okay. So, so I'm going to jump in because I have a couple of things that I want to say right. about the preservation. And, and that is it, that, you know, um, the idea of of grafting, like taking um, th- there's there's a lot. If you if you've read anything about this 30 second gene key, there's a lot about this. He talks about grafting, like the grafting of of one plant uh, to the to an old root stock and, you know, creating something something new. But from that strength that exists in the roots. And, and this is, it's, you know, it has to do with if we look at what was valuable in our, in any ancestry, you know, no matter what culture or, or, um, tradition that, that we come from, if we go far enough back, it's all, um, very, very connected to, uh, the, to the earth and to what you know the earth provides us and how that how the earth provides us our 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 prosperity and our our success right in in life and and so if we look at at what was you know what the strengths were and we and we preserve that the preserve the um the important parts of that and then graft the new like the technologies and things like that then then we uh then we come up with something new that but that has that strength and that um endurance that that uh, ability to endure uh, so, so I'm trying to I was trying to put duration in there. <laughs> it's true evolution, though, isn't it? Yeah. The adaptation and the strength of something continuing on, combining with something else to become something different. Mm-hmm. New, like you're saying, it's a beautiful process. Mm-hmm. And so that that really heightens this. Um, this purpose of uncovering our illusion, right? Of really getting out of the illusion so that we have the ability to do that grafting, 
and take it forward. Right. Right. And I be stuck in it. Right. Right. And, you know, so if, yeah. So what do we want to preserve? Exactly. Like that, that's a great, I, I like this. This is a, a wonderful um, contemplation. This is something I'm going to be thinking about for a long time. Yeah. And I think, you know, all of us do at, at some point, it's like, what, what becomes important? Like you were saying, you know, I mean, at, at, when we, when we're at the end, what, if we have time to review, you know, if we're if we're lying on a deathbed or something like that, and we have time to review, what is it that's going to be important? Is it how many cars we have, or how many toys, or you know what what it you know how did how did we success succeed in business, or is it you know the relationships and the um, and the connect the connection oh. to life. The heart connection yeah yeah and even what have we done um to contribute positively to our to our community mm-hmm. or our friends family you know world nature mm-hmm. to, to nature life to our animal friends whatever it is right right and and i really you know i think this requires that we all get real clear on what our value system is right <laughs> Uh, and that's what we're talking about here is what do I value most? Do I value material goods or do I value, you know, do I want to leave the world a better place or do I not care? And I have seen, I mean, we've all seen people in the world who leave the world worse off than it was when they were here. Mm-hmm. Literally do leave the world in a, I've seen that. And um, I often sit back and realize, man, the last thing I'd ever want to do is leave the world. So whether it's my world or the bigger world in a worse place than it was when I came into it. Right. That's just one of my value. You know, one of my values uh, is to not leave it in a worse place, to leave it in a better place. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, are you ready? Do you have anything else? to <laughs> Reservation. I, I might have to jump back there, but that's okay. Let's let's go ahead and go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, veneration is an interesting word and one that I was I literally was not familiar that familiar with. You don't hear it very often. I don't see it very often in my readings, but um, it's actually derived from Venus, which is about mm-hmm. love and beauty. And I guess it's used a lot when we when we you read about or it's this when it's been written about the saints so Mm -hmm. it really doesn't encompass our ancestry and our our lineage right and i love that its programming partner is the 42nd gene key which is about detachment and celebration the the 42nd i thought it was 42nd no it's the 28th gene key of um Oh, 28. No, no. Now I'm on the spot here. <laughs> it's the 28th. The 28th gene key is not its programming partner, but it is. It, that's purpose. And so okay. that, that is that does have an. Oh, got it. When it comes to fear. But the programming partner is the 42nd gene key, yeah. which is about detachment. So so that kind of gets into this whole idea of death, like you were speaking of a little bit right. ago, and letting go. Right. What we have to let go of well not have to what we choose to let go of and this breathing in and breathing out 
And those are the things that sustain us, right? Talk about duration, mm-hmm. right? They keep, it's, it's the movement of how we let things go to move to move forward. And even in, in, even in death, right? Even in death, we're moving from one state to another state of existence. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for uh, clarifying that. I got confused between the um, the the codon ring, which is the twenty eighth gene key yes, of right. purposelessness, totality, and immortality, and then yeah, this detachment is its programming partner, and and that what that is that's so valuable to think about because if we are able to have that detachment then we can that's when we can see what is actually worth preserving and what is valuable and so bringing that that word uh veneration in um it it talks about it means like an awe or uh, uh, an incredible reverence for something, right? And and if we look at where we have come from, if we look at the ancestors, where we've come from, and where we are from a d- detached point of view, we can we can really come into that place of awe where we go oh wow it's not about us personally but look at where we have come from look at what has been grafted onto us right i mean uh, to make us and look what we are contributing is it valuable or not uh to this larger you know spiral (laughs) of of existence yeah, and you know, um, I, I want to back up a second because Christine um, made a really great comment about, you know, because I made a comment about someone not wanting to leave. Le- I want to leave life better than when I came in, right? I want to leave the world a better place than when I came in. And, you know, Christine made a comment and said, well, did, did they really leave it a worse place or was that necessary? And I really appreciate that comment, Christine, because, mm-hmm. because contrast is a powerful thing and there's always... Uh, contrary energies right there's positive for whatever positive there's negative right there those those, that polarity is everywhere and so in that christine i think you're absolutely right that whatever the however a person leaves this life even if it's more negative there is something of value there there is a contrast that to look at there that can teach or that can offer something positive so thank you for saying that Christine because you're absolutely right to do I had to step back and just remind myself right that that contrast is very important and it because it is about finding that beauty it's about that that love or beauty that this venerable is even of hard things because everything offers something to move us forward Right. And that's and that's God, that's that was beautiful, too, uh, Marge, because yeah, that and then we can be in awe of all of life. Right? right. That's the veneration. It's like really understanding that there, you know, like sort of the immortality piece, <laughs> you know, where 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 
we exist beyond time and space, right? We are these infinite beings and we exist, you know, we existed in, in our ancestors and um, our descendants, you know, exist from, from, uh, you know, that, that same, that same lineage. And, and so all of it, yeah, all of it is to be venerated. Right. All of it is is the beauty of life. <laughs> and there's a big piece here that links into the DNA, and that's the wisdom piece. Hmm. Right. This wisdom that um, is the great thread or chain of being. And that's exactly what you're talking about and what we're both talking about here, that there's you know, there's we come to a wisdom from experiencing and seeing the things that we experience and we see and finding our truth throughout that. Mm. And that is the important that beauty and love is what we leave to those that follow us. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and take our last break here. And when we get back, let's uh, let's finish up with this yummy veneration. <laughs> Great. Okay. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Now for the fun, for the fun chat. <laughs> so this you know, this idea of venerable um, is steeped in this ancient wisdom, this wisdom that's passed down. And we even have a saying for that, right? Uh, the wisdom of the ages, right? Mm -hmm. So this wisdom that's passed down. And I love the idea that wisdom encompasses a mystery. It's not knowledge. It isn't just knowledge. There's a mystery to it. Because the mystery is steeped in the, in the living spirit of the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, and... Um, well, what truth is that? Well, there are many truths, actually, and we have to find our own truth as we go along. And we have to be open. This is the thing about wisdom and, and the living spirit of truth, I think, is that there needs we need in order for us to really um, expand into that, there's got to be a level of surrender. And what I what am I surrendering to? Well, I'm probably surrendering to maybe the fact that it that isn't necessarily true an illusion that I have about that truth mm -hmm. okay I might have an illusion about a truth because there's something running in me that is judging that or, or there's a mistaken 
belief or a mistaken thought that is um, kind of interrupting the truth. And so there's got to be a surrendering to to and a humbleness about um, that I may not know all of the truths. And there are other other people and other wisdoms that have been passed down. You know, perhaps I need to surrender to what those are so I can broaden my my spiritual truth. Mm. You know what was happening to me as I was listening to you um, describe that is like how we, if we really do give up the idea of success and failure, especially around like, you know, finances and, and we, and we're really truly um, living a purposeful life in terms of like living and loving and, and um, expressing ourselves uh, in the best way that we can in our lives. And, then then we can really we really can feel into how that continues on and 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 it is that awe and that veneration of you know it doesn't matter how it turns out it what matters is that we were here and we and we did we did whatever it is that we did and left that for the next the next generation or the next um, evolution and that you know that that it really is this um, it is it's such a great mystery right we don't know what we don't know how it's going to turn out no no and the other thing we don't know is really the impact that we've had we don't always know that well, thank you for saying that because that was actually where I was trying to go because I was I was seeing like this. I was seeing um, I can't remember who it was. It might have been in conversations with God, Neil, Neil Donald, Donald Walsh or somebody like that. Was talking about like if you if you were to look at if you were to be greeted by, um, you know, the you die and you're greeted by whoever you're greeted by and and you look back you look down on all of the influences and all of the impact that you you had you would be in awe of that because we don't know what our influence is while we're here i think that's some of the charm of it's a wonderful life right yeah right exactly right with james stewart right that where he gets an opportunity to see what life would have been like if he hadn't have been born right and and how it was so vastly different because he was in it and how it turned out so it's a it's a beautiful depiction and thought a thought of well what would it really be like and it stops me you know i i love that movie because it does it it, it makes me pause and um, I'm glad that I said pause because pause is a very important piece of this contemplation because there are there are times we do need to pause and just reflect right and just let in all that we see and all that we've learned and all that we are mm-hmm. um, and that's part of that venerable energy of being able to really see the beauty and the love 
mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about, the contribution mm-hmm. that we are making. Right. And all that has come before and all that will come after. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So oh. I, this is, I love that this is, um, this offers a transmission of wisdom. This is a transmission of wisdom. And that's why, you know, you were talking about DNA and even the tree of life, right? It's, it's about what we've learned from those that have been before us, what has been passed down, what spiritual truths mm-hmm. have been passed down and offered to us, what wisdom has been passed down and offered to us, what we add to it through the grafting of our lives and, and are able to offer those that follow us. Right. And guess what? So, so this topic that we've been on today, we get to follow up uh, next week with the 28th Gene Key. This, uh, it's um, part of the same ring of illusion. It only has these two Gene Keys in it. And that is purposeless. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I can say this. Purposelessness. Mm-hmm. Uh, totality and immortality. And you Ooh. can kind of see how those two work together, can't you? <laughs> Indeed. Excellent. And immortality. Wow. Awesome. So, so uh, are you aware that the, that there is a, um, a new Gene Keys retreat going on, uh, an online retreat? I believe it's called the pearl, isn't it? It is called the pearl. And funny because we're called the pearl. Yeah, you know, it's pearl and we are. It does. It does. And and so uh, I just wanted to bring it up because, you know, it's it's about uh, um, prosperity. What what is the true meaning of prosperity? And it involves. just four gene keys, but it's going to be like um, four months uh, studying or and contemplating and diving deep into these four gene keys that make up the pearl. Anyway, I just uh, I just wanted to put that uh, just put that out there. Well, and the contemplations that uh, that are offered through the Gene Keys by Richard Rudd and his team are really beautiful. And so uh, anyone can go to the website genekeys.com and put in a little information about yourself, your birth date and some other things and get a whole holographic profile. And there's no cost to doing that. So it's a wonderful thing. Thanks, Margaret. Ah, ah. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for choosing (laughs) to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.